This is episode number 24. Today is March 23rd, 2021, and we've got six great stories to talk about with you today. The first is really talking about uh, WorkVivo, a new employee communication platform. The second is Microsoft's new group transcribe app. Then kind of working from home, what does that mean today and tomorrow? Then we jump into kind of the complete guide uh, for project management and some tools and tricks that we found. Uh, Sonos goes mobile, finally. And we're going to talk about bikes because, you know, it's over 40 degrees here in Chicago and that's what we do. Before we jump in the show, I just want to remind you to like, follow, and subscribe Daily Blend across all social channels, and also subscribe to this show on all major podcast platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. So with all that said, let's jump into the episode. So the first story comes in from a platform called WorkVivo, and it's a distributed workforce uh, platform or in other words, Internet Plus. And you're seeing a big trend, uh, an uptick in the market on these sort of platforms. Um, It's mostly a result of COVID, but I also just think it's a result of organizations realizing that not everyone's going to be in the office all the time, and we need a way to disseminate information in a organized and seamless fashion. So you've got sort of four buckets uh, of these platforms. You've got those that are built on a platform such as like a Microsoft or a Google, those that um, are native like Microsoft and Google, those that are a culmination of a bunch of small sort of plugins that come together, and then the fourth option, which is a standalone solution, and this falls into that bucket. Uh, When you look at their website and kind of view some of the screenshots of the application, it's a very uh, familiar look and feel to many of the social channels, which was, from what I gather, uh, design intent because it can help folks that are maybe less technology savvy, you know, resonate with how the platform could work compared to other social channels that they've used in the past. I think this is a really smart idea. Um, that uh, some of the other platforms would benefit from. I also think when you just look at it, it's visually appealing, which goes a long way. I don't care uh, who you are. Uh, If you make things that are designed well and and sort of simple and easy to use, people will use them. It's funny how that works. It's obviously a mobile-first platform, which I think is critical for today's environment for not only just accessibility on the device, but also for push notifications. I think that's pretty critical in this uh, COVID and hopefully soon to be post-COVID era. Um, And then I also thought one of the interesting things on sort of point of differentiation was the fact that they found a unique way to tag... um, corporate goals or guidelines, if you will. So every post or activity can kind of tie back to a theme uh, or an initiative at the company, which I thought I hadn't seen before. And I really thought it sort of um, helped, you know, bring it full circle. Like we're doing these things because we agreed this was a strategic initiative. 
And I'm sort of surprised when I saw that, that other people aren't doing that sort of feature set. It's it's not a huge piece of metadata, but I thought it was just a nice tie-in. Um, anyway, we're going to link to the platform in the show notes and on dailyblend.com. And I recommend you having a look at the platform. I was very impressed with it, and I think you will too, uh, like the look of it and how it features. So let's move on to the next story, which is Microsoft. So Microsoft has presumably some sort of incubation arm. I didn't do too much research into it. They call it their uh, Microsoft Garage. I think it's like a, a way to prototype things. And they came out with this really great transcribe app that, you know, for uh, many people I talked to went under the radar. And I was like naturally jumped on the opportunity to look at it. Um, it's in what would appear to be like a beta platform. Uh, they don't say that, but that's really what it looks like on on the phone and kind of just the user experience. It's not totally uh, connected to the rest of the Microsoft ecosystem, but essentially it sort of looks like Teams and that it's the same color and design language. And you would, uh, you know, have folks dial into a number and there's a QR code and also like a punch in code number. So you'd, you'd have the app on your iOS device. And yes, it's only available for iOS right now. And you'd say, you know, we're going to meet at this time, you know, dial in and use this code or use this uh, QR code. And so this way, the, you know, AI knows that this person is talking from this phone and they can match your name up to, you know, the, the, the speech. And I ran this in terms of just a test with a couple people, and I just said, hey, let me just run this for about five minutes, and I just want to hear how good it is or how you know exact it is in terms of you know picking up speech and word selection. And I got to say, it was pretty darn fantastic. And to consider that this is in you know sort of the beta or alpha stage, I, I was really excited about it. And from like a, a business meeting standpoint, I think this is really great because so often we spend so much time sort of capturing notes, you sort of miss what's happening in the meeting. And I think for individuals, it will allow us to sort of put the phones on the table or dial into these numbers and just have a conversation and just know that, you know, the system is going to capture everything that's going to be said. We can query that afterwards. It will tick and tie to the person saying it as long as, you know, you're all dialed in through your phones and maybe not in a conference room. But uh, it's, it's pretty impressive. And uh, once again, we'll link to kind of where to check it out in terms of the article and how to get it uh, from Microsoft. But uh, I highly recommend you having a look at the app and, you know, trying it out for yourself. So our third story comes in from CNBC talking about, you know, the impact COVID has had on you know, working and work-life balance. And there's some really great statistics and some information on the CNBC article that we linked to. Um, and it's really just talking about, you know, how certain industries uh, are faring with this. And there was much more of a technology uh, slant to this and how tech companies are, are dealing with this. And when I think about it, it's really just the bigger temp tech companies that are made mention here. But but really, this is applicable, I, I think, for most companies across the board that are allowing uh, you know, a hybrid workforce before the pandemic and are likely going to offer it after the pandemic. And really what it comes down to and where the article kind of was digging into is that, you know, folks are having a harder time doing a work-life balance. You know, there's isolation feeling, there's, you know, 
yes, you didn't have to commute the you know hour each way to work, and you presumably get that time back uh, in your schedules, but you really don't. You just start working earlier and longer. And I know, you know, personally, I'm just working longer days. You know, I've had people say, you know, just get it done. We know you're not going anywhere. And and those, I'm not unique in that way. And I don't feel, you know, uh, bad about that. But, it, you know, it's something that does wear you out. And I think what will be interesting after this pandemic is if you'll see a shift where people are starting to like maximize their vacations. They're being much more strategic in terms of taking half days here and there for like mental health checks and just personal like kind of recharging. And, you know, I would imagine you're going to see, you know, the allocation of vacation being exhausted by a larger population of employees than it had historically because people just are burned out. And I would imagine that you're also going to see, you know, some negative net promoter scores because people are just frustrated to the fact that they're always working. I saw um, on the back of a magazine, it was like, I'm not working from home. I'm just living at work. And I thought that was like so appropriate for the time we're in. And I think there's a balance there. You know, it's, it's challenging, right, depending on your job of trying to figure out. How much do you work when you take a break? You know, how much is too much? When is it not enough? And that's just a delicate balance. And it will be interesting to see, like, as we're starting to merge out of COVID, just as a result of the the vaccines being dispersed, you know, are you going to see any trend changes in the next six months? Um, so I'll keep an eye on that. The next article came in from a friend of mine who sent me the complete guide to project management. And I thought this was a really great kind of comprehensive guide uh, that could act as a primer for those that are newer to project or program management or those that are looking for tools and tactics. And, you know, the article is extremely dense uh, with various frameworks. And I recommend, you know, for those that are looking to be more disciplined and systematic with their individual sort of project management or even working with their teams or large organizations, this could be a great resource for you to start and kind of look at what are the right frameworks for me? What are some tools and tactics? So, uh, you know, similar to the first two stories, I will link to the article and some of the tools and tactics I thought were most relevant on uh, dailyblend.com. I highly recommend checking it out. So I'm super fired up about this next story. So Sonos was rumored to be launching headphones, and we talked about that a couple weeks back. And I'm still you know, hoping that they do put out headphones just because I think it will be a fantastic user experience. Now, instead of headphones, they launched a portable speaker. And they tried to do this, I don't know, a year or two ago with a massive Play One. And for those who are not as familiar with Sonos, Play One is sort of their smallest speaker to date. It goes Play One, Play Five, or sorry, Play One, Play Three, Play Five. And they've got sound bars and uh, subs. And they put out a Play One with a basically massive uh, battery, and they called it Move. And I don't know about you, but there was no place I was moving with this huge thing, and I passed on the speaker. Now, Rome is their sort of small portable answer to, let's call it Bose or UE Boom or pick any other sort of portable speaker, kind of like a little bit bigger, I think, than what the Beats Pill looked like a few years back. 
And if you, you know, are familiar with Sonos, you know that their sound quality is second to none in the uh, sort of digital uh, speaker space. And I'm pretty excited about it, not only because the price point is roughly 160 bucks. I start to fast forward to think, you know, what is the holiday special going to look like or what is the price going to drop to when we go to Gen 2? Either way, I'm probably going to pick up one for the summer and then down the road, I'm going to pick up a couple more for like bathrooms and just throwing in the car just to have. Um, and if you're at Sonos and you hear this podcast, you know, uh, let me know. I'm happy to review one. Just send it my way. So our last story is bicycles and music, and you sort of scratch your head there. So a couple years ago, this Soul Bicycle brand crossed my radar because they were doing some really cool mixtapes with artists, and they had this this great visuals uh, for the mixtape uh, covers, and I just thought it was really cool. A couple of the artists I really liked um, were you know guest mixes, and as a result, I got into the brand. Um, fast forward, I don't have a bike from them yet, but I am considering spending a few extra dollars with them this summer and creating a Daily Blend blue bike. So if you have any ideas for what that could look like, please send those my way. And on the website, we put links to kind of a few of the mixes that I thought were just more interesting and uh, you know, the ones that I really liked, but I highly recommend you check out their fix tape, which I thought was a really clever name, uh, or mixtape, if you will. And their bicycles, they do a nice job with some fixies. They got some cruisers there, uh, cool little brand there. I, I don't know the guys, but, uh, you know, anyone from soul bikes who sees this or listens to this podcast, give me a buzz. I desperately want to do a custom with you guys. Uh, I just need a little help there. So that wraps up the show. I think I probably got a little too excited in a couple of situations and overemphasized keywords. So if you heard that or felt that, uh, I am so sorry. But uh, as always, uh, like, follow, subscribe, Daily Blend, and me read daily. That's R-E-E-D-D-A-I-L-E-Y uh, across all social channels. Subscribe to the show on all major podcast platforms. And enjoy the rest of your Tuesday or when you're listening to this, enjoy whatever day it might be. Thanks.